Welcome to Ben's Bible Podcast. I'm Ben Burkhart, your host, and on this podcast, we share refreshing and faith-building biblical truths. I hope you'll plan to join us on a regular basis. God bless you, and let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to the podcast. Ben Burkhart here. I'm so glad you're joining us today. Today's message is, Why Foot Washing? Why foot washing? Recently, I shared this message before a live audience, and we were studying the tradition that Jesus set with his disciples on the night of the Last Supper. So what was Jesus trying to teach? What lessons does this hold for us today? That's what we're looking at in this particular lesson. What did Jesus have to teach us through foot washing, and what does Jesus want us to do with this today? We're going to find out in this message. So let's have a quick prayer before we jump in. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your incredible love. Thank you for your blessings. Lord, thank you for our listeners here today who are tuning in. I pray that you'll bless them in a special way by your Holy Spirit, and please give them your grace and peace, and may you guide them, Lord, as they continue searching out Bible truth, wanting to know what your word has to say. Lord, may you bless and guide on this journey today as we listen together and learn together. We thank you so much and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, friend, and here is your message. Why foot washing? Why foot washing? Seems like a strange custom in our modern times. Most of us wear socks and shoes, and the roads we walk on are not very dusty, are they? In the first century, you could see why the disciples especially would need to wash their feet. Today, we might tell people, wash up your hands, wash your face, get ready for dinner. But uh, they would also wash their feet after walking on those dusty trails, dusty roads. So I'm sure there was a lot to actually wash off. But Jesus gathered with his disciples on that Thursday evening that he was taken into custody. He gathered with them and he had the Last Supper with them. And we know the story from John chapter 13 that Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. What was behind this gesture of Jesus, the master of the house, the master of the group, the master of the universe, kneeling there and washing the feet of his disciples? What can we learn from the experience of Jesus with this foot washing? And I know that since this first century, since this time, People have practiced foot washing, and also many Christians maybe haven't. I've talked to a lot of Christians over the years. Some do, some don't. But we want to explore, what does the Bible say about this? Why did Jesus wash the feet of his disciples? And what does it mean for us living in this year, 2022? What does it mean for us as we look at the example of Jesus? Before we dig into this topic, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much that we can gather here to study your word. We pray for your Holy Spirit to be in our hearts and minds, and may you speak to us from your word. Teach us, Lord, the message of Christ, the teachings of Christ, that we may live by every word that you have spoken. For this we thank you and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. 
So if you have your Bibles handy, and I hope that you all do, and maybe those watching online, um, if you're in a place where you can do so, it's nice to have the Bible where you can follow along. So John chapter 13 is the place where we find the story of Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. John chapter 13. Years ago, I was in South Korea, and I was teaching English, and I was teaching the Bible, and we had a lot of students from our school from different backgrounds, from Buddhist background, secular background, some different Christians, and they would come to our programs, they would come to our classes, and they would also come to our, our Friday evening and Saturday morning programs that we would have at our church. The school and the church were connected, so they would come. And, you know, coming from so many different backgrounds, they had questions about this practice of foot washing because we, we talked about it at church. We practiced it at different times. And so, how could we explain the meaning of this service to them? Well, this very chapter is where we would go. I would take people to John chapter 13, and we would go through and look at the teachings of Jesus to help explain where does this come from? This custom, this practice, where does it come from? So let's take a look at chapter 13 of John, verse 1. And the Bible says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he riseth from supper, and laid aside his garments, and took a towel, and girded himself. Now, that's a lot of a introduction or preamble here. There's a lot of details going on there. Jesus had a lot on his mind that evening, didn't he? Jesus knew that he was heading towards the cross. He knew exactly what was coming. He knew that that evening he was going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies and that he himself would become the Passover lamb. Jesus knew that. So there was a lot on the mind and heart of Jesus. He knew that he had been watching his disciples, taking care of them, but he knew that one of them in the group was about to betray him to the enemy, had already been working on it. Jesus knew that, and it was heavy on his heart and mind. He knew that he had spent all this time with humanity and time with his disciples, and that he was about to return to heaven. And suddenly his disciples would be left on their own to carry forward this mission of Jesus to spread the good news of salvation. Jesus knew all that. So a lot was on his mind, and at that evening meal, Jesus presented this offer that he was going to wash the feet of his disciples. Of all things, when you're about to go to the cross, what brings him to think of the washing of the feet of his disciples? What brings this about? It must be pretty important if Jesus wanted to do this for his disciples on that very evening when so much weight on his mind, when so much weight on his heart, must have been something pretty important behind it. We know also that the disciples had been still arguing a bit between themselves about who was the greatest. 
They were still wondering, you know, which of us is going to sit next to Jesus when he takes his position and his power? And, uh, you know, who is the best, greatest disciple here? So they had these things going on, which this was not exactly the mind of Christ, was it? This was not the spirit of Christ. And after walking with Jesus all those years in training still, the disciples had things that needed to be worked out of their character. What do you think about us today? Do we still have some things that God needs to work out of our characters? That, that maybe we start talking about things we shouldn't or squabbling amongst ourselves or, you know, whatever it is. There's, it could be a number of things that are happening in our own hearts and minds that Jesus is saying, you know what, I'd like to remove that. I want to remove that. And so Jesus does everything he can to keep teaching us. He is so patient, so loving, so caring as he goes about working on our lives and he bears long with us. The Lord is long-suffering, amen? He is patient. So Jesus, going through all this, knowing all this, he decides to rise up from supper to lay aside his garments and to put upon him the towel of a servant. Yes, it should have been a servant's job to wash their feet that evening, but there wasn't a servant available to do it. And one of the disciples should have stepped in and said, well, hey, maybe we ought to wash each other's feet. To help each other with this, but nobody was of that mind except for Jesus, their master. Jesus decided to take on the role of a servant, to kneel down and to wash the feet of his disciples. And let's read what it says from verse 5 and following. After that, he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Must have been pretty important. Jesus says, if I don't wash your feet, then you don't have a part with me. And of course, that changed things. We're going to see Peter's response here in just a minute. When Peter heard how important this service was, he said, oh, okay, Lord, wash everything. And that's what we see in the next verse. We'll get into that in just a moment. But a couple of things we can notice here is that Jesus says in verse 7, you don't quite understand it now, but later you will. And I believe that's where God asks us to trust him that although we might not understand something, we might not understand the reasons or the purpose behind something or every detail, if Jesus asks us to do it, there's a reason why. There's a reason for it. And Jesus says, you might not get it now. You might not understand it now, but later you will. And Jesus asks us to trust him today as he asked Peter to trust him that evening. Have you ever wondered about the Bible? What does it really mean? While some things are simple to understand, other things are not as easy. Questions like, how will Jesus come? What will the end of the world really be like? What happens when we die? And is there really a hellfire? Or the devil roasts people for endless ages? How can I find personal peace in my life? And if God is love, why is the world so evil? These are very important questions, and the Bible has clear answers to all of those questions. To begin your Bible study journey, please visit WooSDA.com. That's W-O-O-S-D-A.com. We find there 
in verse 8 that Jesus tells us essentially that fellowship takes place in the context of God's will and God's truth and ultimately surrendering to the will of God. Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have a part with me. In other words, you don't have fellowship unless you trust me and follow my will and follow my word. This is where fellowship takes place, when we walk in the light as He is in the light. When we follow Jesus, when we follow His footsteps, and we we seek to follow Him more and more as God reveals to us daily His will. God is calling us to that experience, to trust Him and to follow Him, to surrender to His expressed will as He teaches us through His Word. There's a lot we can learn from this exchange that Jesus had with his disciples. And so in verse 9, Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. I mean, if it's that important, if, if my fellowship is hanging on it, then Lord, wash it all, not just my feet, wash everything. That really changed things for Peter. He didn't quite want to have Jesus wash his feet. And, you know, probably there was some pride in that too. Sometimes uh, it's hard for us to be on the receiving end of somebody's gesture of kindness. You know, giving might be easier. We like to give. But what about receiving? Does it take humility to also receive and be thankful? It does. And so Peter also learned a lesson in humility that night that, you know, I need to follow the Lord. I need to surrender to Him and be receiving of the kindness of others, be receiving of the mercy of others. And so, in verse 10, Jesus said unto him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is every way clean. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, Ye are not all clean." So, in these verses, was Jesus talking about the dirt that could be on their feet, or was He talking about something else? He was talking about something else. Not just the dirt, the physical dirt, but He was speaking about the sin that had been in the lives of these people. Now, Peter had already been washed. He had been baptized when he chose to follow Jesus. And I'm sure when these people were associating with John, many people were also baptized. Peter had been baptized, washed from head to toe in his commitment to Jesus. But along the way, along that Christian journey, there was some dirt picked up on the feet. There was some some dust picked up from this world of sin, from this environment that we live in. And along that journey, Jesus said, you know, It's time to wash your feet. It's time to experience some cleansing because this journey has not been perfect. It's a walk with Jesus, but along the way, things happen. And so Jesus was showing that there is a spiritual side, a spiritual cleansing, a spiritual application in the service He was performing to wash their feet. It was almost like a miniature baptism, a miniature cleansing after Peter had already been washed from head to toe thoroughly. There was that cleansing that happened along the way. And so Jesus was talking about being spiritually clean, not only physically. Both are important, actually. Uh, And so Jesus did that. And then we see a little bit more here 
of the story. It says in verse 11, for he knew who should betray him. Therefore, he said, you're not all clean. Verse 12, so after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, know ye what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Verse 17, if you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Jesus says, if we know these things, we'll be happy if we do them. What he says, what he teaches, if we know it, then we'll be happy through practicing those things that Jesus has taught. And in that very context, Jesus told his disciples, he said, if I, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. He was telling us that we should do likewise. And on this very night, Jesus gave us the emblems of the bread representing his body that was broken for us and the juice representing his blood that was spilled for us. Jesus gave us those emblems to forever remember what he's done for us on the cross of Calvary. And in that context, Jesus gave this practice of foot washing that very night when he gave the emblems, he gave this practice of foot washing and he said, you also ought to wash one another's feet. And he said, you will be happy if you do these things. You will be happy. You will be blessed. You will learn something. And he said, I am your Lord and Master, but I washed your feet. Well, if he, as our Master, our Lord, can serve us in humility, can we not serve each other in humility? As Jesus has shown us here, it's wonderful what Jesus is teaching. He's teaching us a lot of lessons. We see humility is big. The humility of giving like a servant, of leading like a servant. That we are here to serve no matter what our place or position in life, in the church, in the workplace, whatever our position, we are to be here to serve. Servant leadership is a concept that Jesus gave to the world. That we would serve each other. As a leader, you're here to serve. And a lot of people have that backwards. They say, well, if I'm the leader, you serve me. But Jesus says, I'm here to serve you. God serves the universe. We're all breathing today because God gave us breath. God is continually serving us. And Jesus says, you also ought to serve one another and wash one another's feet. So we see Jesus bringing this out, serving each other, having humility to give and to receive a cleansing, a washing also that takes place here. We see another thing, and that is the condescension of Jesus. Do you know how Jesus took off his robe, laid it aside, covered himself in a towel, knelt down to wash the feet of his disciples, dried their feet with a towel, and then he got up, took off the towel, put on his garment. And that very night, Jesus was thinking about returning back to heaven. He knew that very soon after the cross, he was going to go back to heaven. And he knew that he had come into the world for this very hour, for this very experience on the cross. And as Jesus did this that evening, 
he remembered and reminded all of us, including his disciples, that, that he came out of heaven to serve us. He laid aside his kingly garments there above, his robes of royalty, and he took upon him human flesh. He took upon him the form of a servant. He lived here among us and he served us. And then Jesus went to the cross to die for us, to take every bit of dirt that we could put at him, spitting in his face, putting a crown of thorns upon him, upon his head, mocking him, disrespecting the love of God, the sacrifice of God. Jesus came to take all of it. And then he took off that robe of the servant and he put on his divine robes as he went back to, the, to heaven, to heaven's throne room, to the side of the heavenly father. Isn't that amazing how Jesus pictured this wonderful story of his condescension right here in the foot washing service. And as we partake of the foot washing service, we call to mind, we remember all of these things that Jesus taught us through this wonderful event. Why foot washing? Because Jesus tells us it's important. Because Jesus has invested this service with wonderful meaning about his ministry for us and also about the character that he wants to be formed in each one of us. Jesus taught us these incredible things right here in this story, and he calls us to surrender to his voice, that even if we don't understand every detail, God says, this is my will, please walk in it. And if we do, we will surely be happy. We will surely be blessed as we walk in the will of the Lord. And as we're bringing this message to a close, there's one other scripture I'd like to share with you this morning, and that is in 1 Timothy. So if you have your Bibles handy, again, you can turn over to 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 9 and 10. And this is what the Bible says. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. The Apostle Paul was writing to Timothy, a young minister in the early Christian church. As the Apostle Paul was writing to Timothy... He gave to him instruction about how to conduct things in the church and how to take care of widows, how to take care of the poor. And as he was describing how to take care of widows from the church perspective, he gave some counsel here that is in relation to what we're looking at today. So it says in verse 9, Do not let a widow under 60 years old be taken into the number. And not unless she has been the wife of one man, well reported for good works. If she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. You know, the church has resources, but they are limited resources, aren't they? The resources are limited. And when it comes to taking care of those in need, there's only a certain amount that each of us can do personally, and there's only a certain amount that the church can do as well. There's plenty of things to, to pay for. And so, this instruction was given, this counsel, to kind of narrow it down a little bit as to who the church was going to take care of. If the family members couldn't take care of her, then there were some other qualifications to consider. And one of the qualifications was if she has washed the saints' feet. 
So you might ask yourself, did the early church practice what Jesus taught that very night about washing feet? And the answer is very clearly, yes, the church was practicing, the early church was practicing exactly what Jesus taught that very night when the Last Supper was given. Jesus taught that, the disciples follow it, followed it, the church did foot washing, the Apostle Paul was very clear that it was important as you know, showing that she was a regular and active member, you know, participating in the services of the church, washing the saints' feet, practicing the service of humility as Christ taught us. That's wonderful to see these many examples and testimonies to what took place in the early church. The Apostle Paul talks about it. Clearly, the other Christians knew about it. John talks about it in his gospel. The words of Jesus record the importance of this service. And so today, as we will dismiss for practicing the foot washing service, we will be doing so following the example of Jesus himself, following the example of the early church and their teachings and practices. That's what we will be doing today as we dismiss for the foot washing. So we're going to say a prayer and we'll sing a song and then we'll leave for the foot washing service and we will be doing the emblems following that um, right back here in the sanctuary. I think most of you all know better than I the, the locations where you'll be meeting for the foot washing. So uh, let's have a word of prayer and then we'll sing our hymn, which is going to be the wonder of it all, verse one. So that's number 75, but let's, let's go ahead and pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for your blessing this morning. Thank you for your love and for the word of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Thank you for the teachings of Jesus that we will be happy if we do these things, if we practice what you have taught us, that you have given us an example that we should do as you have done. Lord, instruct us today as we practice what Jesus practiced so many years ago on that very night of the Last Supper. May you guide us and bless us in these things and in this service, for we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this podcast. It's been great having you as a listener. 